Were you not prepared for Death Grips? I was not prepared for Death Grips. <laughs> but first, let's talk about uh, your boy, Pusha T, and his uh, new album... Uh, Daytona. Yeah, Daytona. A little bit of controversy with mm-hmm. the uh, album cover, which I still kind of don't know how to feel about. <laughs> a little bit of completely unnecessary, pointless right? bullshit, just yeah. doing it for publicity's sake. I saw that this was a Kanye move, too. Mm-hmm. Now, that the, the, I don't know what album cover they had beforehand, but all of a sudden Kanye decided to drop, like, $80,000 or some bullshit for yeah, the rights yeah, to the photo. Yeah, yeah, $85,000. Why? What? What? Why? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just don't get why. And like, my friend who's a visual, my friend is a visual artist, he kind of pointed this out too. He's like, so wait a minute, there were actually people working on the cover and you just mm. went like, fuck it and just changed it. It's just like, dude, that's someone's, you know, work. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sort of, and, and to do it for this thing that is so obviously a gimmick, you know? Yeah. Um, and you got now, a 21 minute, they're calling it an album. This is a fucking EP. Like, yeah. if it's under a half hour, it's a, it's an EP, but whatever. Um, that, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, no one would be talking about it if it wasn't for the Drake diss. So, Probably. that. Yeah. And you got this, this album cover that, what I'm trying to wrap my head around is Pusha T's whole gimmick is he sells dope. Alright. He sells fucking coke. Alright. So, let's show a room of someone who died using that. Yeah. Why? Like, is, is that just for shock value? Because I never really got... Because we reviewed Pusha T before. Mm-hmm. I, and we've reviewed Kanye before. I never got the fact that either of them were like, I'm going to super shock you. I mean, besides the whole MAGA hat thing. But that's... I don't even consider that a shock thing. That, that's in a whole other category. But yeah, but, but, what, but yeah, to your point, it's like, and, and also on top of that, because here, here's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, maybe this, because here's the thing. If you know anything about Pusha T or the clips or any of that, they are about drug raps. It's coke this, you know, mm-hmm. Murcielago that. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? This is luxury drug rap. Like, and so going yeah. into it, okay, I already expect, I'm not going to get anything deep. But when I saw this, I was like, Okay, so you are specifically showing um, the 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 room of someone who basically died because of your your type of product. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, maybe this is gonna be something different. Maybe he's gonna flip. You know, like maybe it's gonna be something like, oh man, you know, yeah, it's the coke wraps, but let's really look at like he was gonna fucking break and bad this shit. You know, like. Right. You know, show a couple of show a couple of like this is the the worst side of it. Yeah, I'm, I have all the success, but look at all the horrible shit that comes. Like with fucking it. Danny Brown. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't no. do that in any capacity. Uh-uh. It's Not all about all. drug. You know, what was the fucking uh, uh, the Boondocks quote? He's like, yeah, you know, the drug game is cool, but you know, sometimes it's not cool. You know, but mostly it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm looking on its Wikipedia page, right? Um, AV Club, A minus, uh, Clash, four and a half, Exclaim, four, Guardian, four, Hip Hop DX, four and a half, Pitchfork, eight point three. Am I the only person in the world who thought this album was fucking garbage? You are not. Thank fucking this, God. Oh, this is such <laughs> a two at the most. 
Dude. The fuck was this? Minimal? Okay, when you when you're calling something a masterpiece of minimalism, that is a nice way of saying it is boring as fuck. And and barely has production. <laughs> Look, you got you got Kanye doing your production. Was he fucking phoned it in? 100% of the time, on the beats, on his verse. Dude, this sounded like, you know how Wu-Tang Clan sound right now is kind of like, it just, <laughs> like, like, it just sounds like they're recycling their shit from the 90s, like, so it's just like, hey, it's like a Wu-Tang album from the 90s, but, you know, there's a little dust on it now, and it's not really as cool as it used mm-hmm. to be, but they're doing the exact same thing. This feels like that, it's like, hey, didn't you like the soul samples? Look, I'm doing the soul samples, but yeah, it's not really as fresh as it used to be. That's exactly what this feels like, right? There's one point where, like, some synth needed to be turned the fuck down, and it didn't sound like it was in a cool way, like, sort of like, oh, yeah, it's blasting you with this. It just felt like, yo, could someone please, like, like, that sounded like a legit mistake. Uh, mm. Hard piano. It, it could be possible. This album felt fucking rushed. Yes, definitely. I mean, no no way would you release something 21 minutes unless that's all you fucking had. Yeah, like, I, I just don't understand how, like, like, you're, you know, you own a record label. What do you need to put out an EP for? Take your time and make an album. Like, what the fuck? You know? And, and also on top not... of that... Oh, oh, sorry, but, like, also on top of that, yeah. the very, there's not a lot of variation in the song topic, so it's not like, oh, man, uh, this, this is all I needed to say. It's like, no! <laughs> he's he's uh, circling the... Uh, what do you call it? He, he's uh, circling the drain on topics, like, by track three. So, you know, it's not like, oh, man, this is all I need to say. Seven tracks, boom, put it out. It's just like, no, he's saying the same, he's running around in circles by track three and four. The only time there's a different topic is Santaria and uh, Infrared. infrared. Yeah, that's basically it. Everything else is, hey, did you know that Pusha T sells cocaine? (laughs) <laughs> and and you know I'm gonna say because he even references you know this is the shit from Yonkers or whatever it's like yeah yeah you're right fucking Ghostface can release albums about selling drugs and all that and it's great but then again that was like his old shit right like and also he actually had stories it's not yeah. just I'm selling crack it's like oh, we're trying to sell this crack, but then, you know, it turned out to just be a white block of cheese from New Zealand or some weird shit that right, yeah. one of the songs where it's just like, you know, it doesn't go the way you expect things happen. Every one of these songs is just, yep, I'm, I'm still pretty rich off of this drug shit. And the thing is, whereas I feel like that was, he was able to make that work before, I, I really feel like the cracks are starting to show, man. Only, only three years ago, we reviewed a half-hour Pusha T album, uh, King Push, um, Darkest Before Dawn. And I remember liking it. Yeah! I remember liking that shit. What the hell is this? You got songs like, uh, which one was it? Come Back Baby, which just sounds like a straight-up freestyle. Oh my god, what the fuck was that? Okay, so, Come Back Baby. (laughs) Alright, so all of these other songs are all about cocaine, right? You're three tracks in, and you're thinking like, Oh, that just what, this album's gonna be okay. Well, fuck it. You know, let's let's ride with it. Let's see where it takes us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can enjoy that. You know, it's not the topic in and of itself that's bad. It's how you present it, right? Right. You get to come back, baby. You're like, oh, it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be like his love song. Okay, let's see what happens. And then it starts with a a, a, a sample of someone named the Mighty Hannibal. He says, 
I want to talk to all you addicts out there that's got yourself a great big Jones and you don't try it all on methadone and you just can't leave that heroin alone. I wonder, have you tried? And then it cuts it off and it just goes back to coke wraps again. And I'm just like, but wait, you literally just introduced this idea of, hey, coke addicts, are you tired of doing coke? Are you tired of doing the drugs? Well, ha let me present you a salute. And then, no. <laughs> and it was just like, was that all? Was that on purpose? Was that the joke? It keeps cutting back to the samples, which yeah. start and stop randomly. They're totally mm -hmm. unneeded. They're pointless. Got Comeback Baby would be the worst track on the album if it wasn't for the first one. Wait, was can, I just, can, can I just read you an excerpt? Oh, that was the worst lyrics! Those are the worst lyrics on the just out. Please, please go ahead. Pulling up in that new toy, the wrist on that boy, rock star like Pink Floyd, waving at rude boy, I'm waving at you, boy. Ran off in that plug too, like, tr was it tr a true goy? Tr true goy. That was actually kind of good because that's plug two from De La Soul. Oh, okay. Imagine me... <clears throat> Imagine yes. me do, boy. You can never do what I do, boy. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck off, dude. No, what the what, hell is you, this? What, no, no, no. You didn't finish it. That wasn't the end of the rhyme. <laughs> no, no, no. There is way more. <laughs> it gets he worse. says, "Imagine me do, boy. You can never do what I do, boy. Still ducking shit that I did, boy." <laughs> He loses his own shitty rhyme verse. Homie, did you just rhyme do with do with did? <laughs> what the fuck is Look, this? I, I've went on the record and say I don't really care if someone doesn't rhyme, but when your whole thing was <laughs> rhyming on this one specific thing, and then you just blatantly just disregard do, do, did, like, you, no. You know what it is? I think that's it. I really think that's it. Track one starts us off so badly because, like I said, this is a pure aesthetic thing. So, like, I know I'm not going to get substance from this, right? So I'm purely going to get enjoyment. And what I want to get, what I look to push a T for is the sort of lyricism that is just like, it's such in such grave and intricate detail that you have no choice to just be like, yo, I'm fucking, I'm fucking with this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the, the beats work in conjunction with the lyricism to paint the dark picture so well. You know, it's like, like I said, it's... It, it, uh, it's literally, it's like a painting to me, honestly. It's like, you know, a painting doesn't necessarily need to tell me, you know, uh, need to have a message or tell mm. me to be a better person. No, you know, and maybe it does, but like there's some things that I, you know, there's some paintings that like, I don't know what the message of it of it is, but it's purely aesthetically enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? But that requires a certain level of lyricism. So when you're starting off your album with shit like this, I'm already like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Because it's like, there's a million people making drug raps, dude. You need to stand out. And that's what I liked about you. You stood out. Now, it's not that he's completely whack on this album, but it's just like, mm. there's so many moments that are just like that where I feel like that wasn't present before. I used to have the perception that Kanye was like this great producer who kind of fumbled uh, when it came to like his turn, you know, uh, on the other side of the glass, right? What the fuck is the games we play? The you need to sample that one beat that just loops the first three seconds over and over again, and it's like something you'd make in fucking Fruity Loops Garage Band garbage. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> taking that one little soul sample. Oof. Like the lyrics are only 
a bit better, but that beat, oh my god, it's like non-existent. And I and I saw that person say it was a minimalist masterpiece. Like, no, the fuck, it's not. Like, you can't just call a simple beat minimal and just like that's it. Yeah, like minimalist this beats doesn't... Are, are. It's not that there's no production happening. It's just that the things, the little changes and things like that are really small. That's what makes it minimal. You know? Mm, yeah. Just not just. I, mean, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. I've taken like a little because you know when you're first starting off producing, you take like, oh hey, look, I can take a sample and just chop it and repeat it. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah, not not a dude in his forties who's been at this shit for a while. Like it sounds so first year. Yeah. So there was one lyric that I at first I was sort of confused about, but then when I thought about, it, I was like, okay, well maybe he's actually not saying that. He says, "Never trust a bitch who finds love in a camera." She will fuck you and then turn around and fuck a janitor. Set the parameters. You either with the pro ballers or the amateurs. Now that's that's kind of dope. All right, whatever. And then he says, I won't let you ruin my dreams or Harvey Weinstein oh. the kid. Good morning, Matt Lauer. Can I live? Now, when I first heard this lyric, I was like, wait. <laughs> and he's saying, you're not going to accuse me of sexual molestation? I was like, um, well, if you don't sexually molest someone, you, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, th- th- there's that side to it, and there's the other side to it that just sounds like he doesn't think Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer are guilty of anything. Well, now, someone interpreted it in a way that maybe makes sense. He says, they said, like, um, maybe he's saying, like, Harvey Weinstein was an abuser and, and someone who, like, you know, used, uh, basically, like, made it so that certain starlets could not get to a certain uh, path without you know, going to him. So basically, mm-hmm. what they're trying to say is, you can't, you know, do that to me. And that kind of works, I guess, until he why says Why would the, you bring up them, though? Why would you bring it up in a way that doesn't make it clear that you are not supposed to be the person who is supposed to be embodying Harvey Weinstein? And then you got Rick Ross, who just kind of phones in his verse. Okay, is it just me, or is, like, his... Like, the first couple of lines, it just feels like he's a little off. Yeah. Like he, it, the the way the flow goes is it just doesn't feel like, it it just felt like, okay, you need to do that take again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then and then okay, so he says, yeah, he goes, I can blow a million dollars into dust. Lord knows how many bottles I done. <laughs> like it was just like, what, what? Why wouldn't you just continue the flow like that? Why did you cut it off like that? And then sound like you had to catch up with the beat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has the line where he says. My homie amputated, but he's gonna stand for something. I'm dying to find a way to get a Grammy from it. I, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, are you saying, like, oh man, I can't wait to make money off of talking about how bad his life is? <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, look, I understand the point of art is, you know, talk about, you know, what, what you've lived, and that includes, like, friends and family, but... I don't know, specifically saying that, saying it that way just feels like, like he just heard about his friend, you know, having to have his legs amputated. He's like, oh man, you know, he's rubbing his hands together. This is going to make for a great song. Like, <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Um, then uh, you get uh, Santeria, which was honestly the best fucking song on the album. Uh, at first, I thought it was just like, you know, just the same old, you know, specifically focusing on the gunplay aspect of it and, and, and not mm. as much of the coke shit 
But then as I was like really paying attention, when he mentioned like Dave Vaughn, his friend, I was like, oh, this is specifically about, you know, getting revenge for his death. And I was like, that's actually really cool. That makes this song stand out now. And I want to listen to it. I'll most likely listen to this song again out of all the other ones. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it has an interesting story going on. This is the sort of ghost face shit that I'm, that I'm talking about. Oh my God. When he said earlier, he's like, this is going to be the new purple tape. I'm like, no. No. Oh, God. <laughs> You're <Stop>. wrong. <laughs> you <laughs> you like, are you wrong, know that. You don't believe that. <laughs> I'm just looking, that. and I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that, you know, a lot of hands in the pot, you know, make the stew, but just, just throwing this out there, right? Like, I'm looking at the, uh, the personnel on Darkest Before the Dawn. Uh, producers, Pusha T, Puff Daddy, uh, Bauer... Uh, you know, Kanye West. It's huge. Metro Boomin', Timbaland, The Dream. It goes on and on and on. All these people. You look at it, it's like, there's like four producers on a few tracks. There's all these writers, all these people working on these songs. Yeah, and it was a quality album. Then, you go to Daytona, it's like West on every track, maybe one other person. Like, you could mm. tell, like, I just don't think... There there's was a, a lot of time put yeah, into this. And there's a lack of creative minds involved that for a product like this, you would need to have involved to make it interesting. Because like I said, most of it's just coke wraps. So you need something to make it, you know, pop more, you know? Yeah, when you're fucking, uh, again, when you're this deep in the game and you're still making Scarface references. Right, you'd think you'd be the done with them by now. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, the, uh, you don't need a globe in your house to prove that the world... Oh, fuck. Off with that. Really? He calls himself uh, fucking... Um, shit, what does he say? I'm the... Oh, the Goya Montana or something like that? Yeah, it's like, oh, right, man. And then later with his fucking... Dude, he had that fucking Drake line coming... When he was like, the only person that sold more coke than me, is, it was Easy e He had that fucking, you're rapping like your Pablo Escobar shit. Like, right. give that fucking shit up, dude. What year do you think this is? Because, <laughs> like, like, that wasn't, imp like, that didn't impress me. Like, what? No. <laughs> you know, the, the best song that I heard Pusha T on was Move That Dope. It's catchy. It wasn't even his. It was a future song. That song told you a really interesting, like, it, it, it gave you these different personalities because you got, you got Future, he's telling the story, then you got Push, and he comes in, and he's like, yeah, like, was it, I'm, I'm young enough to, to sell dope, but I'm old enough to, uh, that I knows better, and whatever, and like, he, like, he knows it's shitty, but he's still doing it and all that, and then he got Pharrell, and his verse is like, there's an eye in the sky, I'm trying to let y'all know. Like, you're doing all this shit. I'm just trying to fucking look out for you guys because this is dangerous or whatever. Like, he made it like he was able to be the narc in that verse but have the best verse uh. anyway. But, like, that was the most creative, like, clever song about, like, selling dope that I heard Push involved with. Everything on here that was, a that was like, like you said, a coke rap or whatever, it's, like, so not even like going that deep into it if you would tell a story or two that'd be great yeah, and here's the thing like it's not like oh you need to have a moral that says cocaine is bad but it's just like 
Can you have? You don't something? need that, right? Because if you have nothing, if you don't have production on your side, if if lyricism is kind on your side but not really, like, then what am I here for? I, I can yeah. hear a million people rap about coke, bro. <laughs> you know. That's yeah, not it's even... not exactly a niche topic, no. Yeah, I mean, who are you selling to? <laughs> yeah, right? And and do they fucking end up like the fucking album cover? Like, what's the moral? When you see that album cover and you're like, oh, I know that this is based on this, right? You're thinking like, is there supposed to be something bigger going on? You know, because if not, this just feels like exploitation. You know, it just feels like, oh, we all know how Whitney went out. And it's just like, yeah, we do. That feels kind of like a dick thing to do because your whole album's about just coke. Like, you know, like, because now it just feels like this album is like, hey, I'm the person who sold coke to, you know, Whitney Houston. Like, that's what they, I don't know about y'all, but like, that's how this kind of feels like. It's like, this whole album is like, I'm the biggest coke dealer ever. Here's the album cover where a famous person that people love died. Like, what the fuck are you trying to say to me? You know? Because you're not trying to say, because here's the thing, you're not trying to say that dealing coke is bad. You are in no way trying to put out that message. You know, and if you are, it's really, really horribly delivered. You know what I'm saying? So it just feels fucking, uh, it just feels like you don't know, it feels directionless. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels directionless. We need to get to what would Meek do going into infrared, because there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of like going into there's a little bit of that Drake kind of referencing and uh, what would Meek do and some of the shit that Drake references like the weird thing that Pusha T does where he says he's in the top five but like no one like isn't the whole thing to be like I'm the best why would you ever go I'm in the top five like well, where do you land in the top five? <laughs> and top five of what? Are you talking about, like, dealing or rapping or what? So he absolutely had that fucking line coming his way that you're not even on the top five talent-wise on your own label. Like, Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I watched your video. <laughs> fucking who won? Oh, boy. So this is the first Kanye verse after uh, his transformation. And boy, does it suck. <laughs> if this is a taste of what we're going to get on this next album, you can go ahead and keep that. You, you know what? You can sell that to your Make America Great Again friends. How about that? Sell that to them. He's he's trying to make Scoop do whoop a thing. Oh, my God. He said, <laughs> niggas talking shit. Yay, how do you respond? And it's just like, it, it's not even like bold and proclaimed at first. It's just like, Scoop. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this man legitimately thinks this is funny. Like, this guy... Like, this it's, is gonna catch on. Like, it's funny in a cosmic way, but it's not, like, actually funny. <laughs> like, you know, it's not funny in a... <laughs> poopy scoop that Kanye. It's more funny in a way of... This man's been producing music for over 15 years. And, he, like... Obviously, his best days are behind him. Because, no... And, and, you know, people say, oh, it's a joke. It's funny. No, 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 no. I know when Kanye makes jokes. Kanye has been funny before. That's the thing. I know that Kanye has had a sense of humor before. This is not funny. <laughs> you know? Like, it's not like, oh, you just don't get Kanye's humor. No, I've laughed at his stuff. There's been plenty of times where he's made me laugh. Oh, yeah. There's been plenty of times where he has not made me laugh and said some mm-hmm. corny shit. This is akin to that corny shit. But at least before, it was like, it's corny, but at least it makes sense. Uh, niggas talking shit, how do you respond? By saying poop, scoop, whoop, whoop de whoop like but who's yeah. like any of you Kanye dick writers 
If that yeah. was anybody, if fucking uh, uh, Lil Yachty came out with that, if fucking oh. um, 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 uh, Lil Uzi Vert came out with that line, would you be kissing his ass? I do not think so. That shit and is whack. Get that shit the fuck out of here. Did he just not goes. see the numbers, by the way, that Lift Yourself only sold like 14,000 copies on iTunes? Like, dude, nobody's here for that shit. Absolutely <laughs> no one. The only people that bought it were, like, at a morbid curiosity or, like, as a goof. No yeah. one likes Lift Yourself, dude. No and one's it, here for more of that. And, again, it's, like, it's meta-commentary. It, it's so... Here's the thing. I don't think people understand that meta-humor can also not be funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, just because right. he acknowledges, Oh, am I too complex for complex? God, uh, see, because it's Ooh. not actually that complex. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's still not funny, though. Like, you you just said nonsense, and they're like, am I too good? No, I mean, you're actually usually a smart person, so for you to do this is kind of dumb. Like, where the fuck is this coming from? Like, it doesn't make I... sense for him as an artist to be doing this, you know? But, dude, he wonders what Tupac would do. Oh, my God. You're wondering what the new kids on the block would do. You know, I'm sorry, but I think all the members of New Kids are still alive. And I don't think anybody's actively thinking about new kids on the block at the current moment. <laughs> and it's like, and I get it. You, you like, I get it. You're talking like, oh, they're irrelevant. They're they're soft. They were a boy band, but yeah, they were also really hugely successful and probably made more money than Tupac. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're talking about it. Like, if it was like, you're wondering what Rebecca Black would do. Like, okay, I get that. She was a fucking flash in the pan. She had the one thing. And she was big for, like, a summer. New kids were, like, merchandising kings and, like, their money individually probably, like, multiply what, what Pac was making because they probably had a better management. Like, I get what you're saying in the scope of hip-hop, you know. I'm talking about this, you know, this, uh, this uh, celebrated, uh, um, decorated rap veteran that everyone loves and you're, you know, you're over here doing something different. It's like, but that doesn't work when new kids were, they when, when the fucking new kids did really well for themselves. That doesn't work. <laughs> and then also, like, so he says, everything Ye say caused a new debate. You see, mm. he been out of touch. He cannot relate. His hallway too long. Bitch too bad. That's not what we're saying, Kanye. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> no one commented on your boring white hallway, Kanye. <laughs> no one was like, the reason why I take issue with his opinion is because his wife is too hot. No one said that. <laughs> the only person that took issue with his long hallway was Kim. Because she said, I didn't want you showing anybody what the house looked like. <laughs> Nobody was like, that hallway's too long. <laughs> I'd get tired walking to the bathroom, Kanye. You're and living he, wrong. And then he says, okay, so he says, his hallway too long, bitch too bad, got a surrogate, his kid get two dads. The fuck is he talking about? Who, who, who's, who's, the, who's the other dad? What the Push? fuck is he talking about? <laughs> what? I'm too busy. I neglect my child. <laughs> I don't understand what else he could be talking about. <laughs> What? Like, all right. His hallway... My kid's on the other side of the house. She's crying, but the hallway's too long, so I'm not going to check <laughs> on it. Fuck it. Okay, so, because this is in the quote, right? This is all within the quote. Cause, so this is what he thinks that the haters are saying. He thinks that the haters <laughs> are saying, ah, his hallway's too long. His bitch is too bad. He's got a surrogate. His kid has two dads. Like, 
That is not a complaint that anyone has said. And if you think that that's what people are saying, like, is this like some fucking me, myself, and Irene shit where, like, you know that one scene of me, myself, and Irene where she's like, are you a narcissist who only, like, hears what you want to hear? And he goes, oh, thanks. I like to keep it short, mostly in the summer. Like, like, because the meta joke is he really is only hearing what he wants to hear, so he's only going to hear a compliment. So when he hears people, like, mm. making legit, like, Kanye West hears people making legitimate points, and, like, his brain just, like, translates it into, it's like, Kanye, you need to stop doing this because it's empowering racists and neo-Nazis and bigots, and then, like, Kanye's looking at you, and, like, you see the, the processing side is, like, do, 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 interpreting into Kanye's head, and he's the same person looking at them, like, looking at them, like, you need to stop doing this, you are empowering racists and bigots, and it's just, like, translating. Translation, I'm just hating on you because you stack paper to the ceiling. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's legitimately what he's hearing. Like, people are saying, please don't do this because you're empowering bigots. And he's like, oh, oh, you're trying to say that I got too much money, are you? <laughs> like, it's just not fucking connecting. So, and he says, if you ain't driving black, do they stop you? Will MAGA hats let me slide like a drive through? Shut up. Stop trying to do the fucking... Stop trying to jump back into the, oh, I'm doing black commentary. To, shut up. Shut up. It's too late for that now. Shut the it's fuck up. It's too late up. after after the fucking slavery is a choice bullshit. Yeah, exactly. As soon There's as you There's no say coming that, back from that. <laughs> don't try to, oh, uh, uh, uh like, uh, do you deal with oppression? Shut up. You don't because you're fucking a millionaire now. Shut the fuck up. Oh, excuse me. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, his uh, um, um, his racism that he had to deal with was, oh, a fashion designer didn't want to talk to me because I was 45 le- minutes late to a meeting. Oh, I'm so sorry. Shut up. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. I'm sorry. Like, I, I love dude. I love the music that this man has put out. But if he does not shut the fuck up with this bullshit. Anyway, getting back to me. Uh, getting back to uh, Meek. <laughs> I wouldn't have listened to Infrared if it wasn't for the Drake diss. I wouldn't have recommended we talk about the EP if it wasn't for the Drake diss. When Drake says, I fucking sold 20000 for you, he absolutely did. Like, nobody was paying this fucker attention, even with Kanye as uh, producing, even Kanye on a song. That shit, no one cares. It's too soon for that. You know, people are still wondering what the fuck is up with Kanye, so he's, so for him to just come back like, oh, nothing's wrong, I'm just gonna play this whole MAGA thing off like it was just a little publicity thing, and when we know that's not the case... Yeah. Because you fucking hung out with Trump, he's bringing you up in rallies, you fucking took photos with people doing the white nationalist OK symbol, which, for two seconds, let me have two seconds if you please, can I just address the folks in the comments section oh, who are saying ahead. that the OK symbol isn't a white nationalist symbol? Okay, look, this is all part of the plan, by the way. Create something seemingly stupid for the left to get mad at and then act like they're crazy for getting mad at it. When it starts out with 4chan people doing an okay symbol and saying, this is going to be the new symbol of the alt-right, and then the only people you see doing that symbol are literal neo-Nazis, it's a white nationalist symbol. That's how that works. You can't just be like, oh, that was just a joke. Not if those fuckers took it seriously, it isn't. So I'm sorry. When you see Kanye taking a photo with those two people and the one guy is doing the OK symbol, who do you know who, when doing a photo, throws up an OK symbol? 
yeah, like nobody does that. Everything's correct. Like what? (laughs) It's not a thing normal people do. So I'm sorry. (laughs) Like this isn't some crazy leftist reading into things. No, it's a it's a leftist quote unquote who's actually paying attention to this shit and isn't just taking it at face value. This whole thing, milk, IQ tests, all this shit that make it seem like man, they think they're so obsessed. With us, that they, they're so crazy that they actually think milk is a white nationalist symbol. Well, it is when you fucking make it one. Going around saying people have low IQs, you know, that's whatever, and it's ableist in the first place. But when the only people you hear saying people have, uh, certain people have high IQs, it becomes a racist thing to say. That's how that works. Look, all you need to say uh, on this topic is look up the phrase dog whistle. And let's <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. Is it is it that hard? But <laughs> so, so okay. I want to specifically quote something here uh, about this diss track. Uh, there, there was an interview with NPR, and he said this was in response to a Drake record that came out a little while ago called Two Birds One Stone," where he questioned my authenticity to the streets. And you know, people have been waiting, you know, for me to reply back uh, to that, and so on and so forth. And, you know, when you think about it, that's not a conversation I really feel like I want to have. You're a rapper who's rapping about how real you are all the fucking time. That's always the conversation you want to have. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You can't wait to validate that you were a real drug dealer. Like, what are you talking about? You know? What has he ever been in a song like, well, I mean, you know, guys, I mean, let's not assume that I'm a drug dealer. No! You're always actively trying to prove that you're a drug dealer in every last one of your songs. So what are you talking about? Uh, that that's been the, the, the that's been the narrative since the beginning. What would you give Daytona? Uh, maybe like a two and a half. I give it a two. Yeah. Now let's move the fuck on. Oh, let's move. All right. We're gonna move all the way over to rap critics patreon requested album review boy oh boy fucking trash bin what i'm moving i feel i feel like this uh is a long time coming because Mm -hmm. we have been maybe not even knowingly dodging this group for a while we Ah, barely ever talk about them we're ducking (laughs) and dodging we never talk about them so it's about time that the Going Off podcast address, acknowledge, and review Death Grips, the do- mm-hmm. the money store. Yeah, Patrick Hams. Uh, Patreon requested. Uh, Patrick Steamed Hams. Oh, boy. Mm. So, I don't know. Look. Really- <laughs> I was I was hoping for it to start with a look. So when you started with the the other thing, and then you went into the look, I was like, "Oh, he almost got me." <laughs> is that is that a phrase? Is that my phrase? Look. Yeah. Is <laughs> I mean, it was like you know, no, nah, fuck that look. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, we only have one way. Ah, he's going the other. No. Um. I feel it, dude, because the first time I ever listened to Death Grips, it was Guillotines. <laughs> zickle, 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 Guillotines! With that yeah. shitty-looking fucking music, but you can't tell me that wasn't on purpose. You can't, like, I straight up and down thought they just got a homeless guy. 
and like made him sit in a car and like paid him fifty dollars to just like ramble on a trip. Like I thought that's what they fucking did. Because I was just like, what the fuck is it? Thought it was the gimmick, yeah. Look, I don't mean no disrespect, but like hmm. you you can't tell me you don't know this motherfucker sounds like a homeless guy rambling. Like he sounds like a homeless guy rambling and someone's like banging pots and pans and shit in the background. Like that's what this shit fucking I'm sorry, lemon cookies. That's what this fucking reminds me of. Lemon cookies. Because I, I, I'm sure there are people out there that fucking love them some lemon cookies. But holy shit, I do not like fucking lemon cookies. And it is a pain. I remember as a kid, like, trying, you know, a lemon... Because, you know, I'm used to, like, cookies that, like, taste good. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole point mm. is, that, is that they're enjoyable and sweet. But then you bite into a lemon cookie and you're like, ugh, ugh, this is, this is what cookies are supposed to taste like. But I'll power <laughs> through it because I think it's, like, healthier. So then, ah, fuck it, I can't do this, I can't do this. This is exactly what this album is like. Like, yeah, this is supposed to be, like, experimental. I'm supposed to like it because it's challenging the norm. That I can't fucking do it, man. I can't fucking do it. I'm sorry. This is fucking horrible. This is shitty produced music. And I know, I know, it's shitty on purpose. Noise rock. I got it. I got it. I got it. But you cannot tell me this motherfucker don't sound like a black Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. You cannot tell me. He does not. Guilty. Double D. You cannot tell me he does not sound like. I got the fever, Double D. You cannot tell me. This man does Look. not sound like a cartoon character. A homeless cartoon character. How are you I didn't enjoying hear a single, this? I didn't hear a single butter toast on this whole. <laughs> No, uh... But would look. it throw you off? If he started talking about buttered toast, would it throw you off? Would it sound... Would you even be like, hmm, this is weird. He's talking about something that's a little off the wall. No! All of this just sounds like... Re- you know what it sounds like? It sounds like... Remember that old... Der- that uh, Insane Clown Posse song where they got, like, old dirty bastard... Uh, oh, yeah, bitches. Yeah, he's sending a recording, but, like, he didn't send it, like, over a proper beat or anything like that, so it just... Yeah. They just had to work with it. <laughs> like, uh-huh. put whatever lines they could that's exactly what this sounds like but some but some producer got creative with the shit you know what i'm saying look um i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say this i compared to guillotines uh this album wasn't that bad mm. okay it was a step up from that at that least face when he says it goes it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me dying he looks like he's like fucking caught in a loop. <laughs> someone help! Someone help! Someone help! Someone help! <laughs> he starts going on about jawbreakers. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna. I didn't. I didn't hate this as much as I thought I was going to. But with that said, I'm gonna piss off people by saying this, but lyrics mean nothing to me here like when it comes to death grips and i'm well, listening you can't to this fucking hear them. You can i'm not even paying them. attention to that shit no you could be saying whatever you could honestly be yeah you could be quoting ed ed and eddie f- from beginning to end that's fine i'm not even really paying attention i'm here for i'm here for the music because that's what i know uh death grips for that's the reputation that i hear most i hear the fucking shows are insane they got a drummer who's going out of his fucking mind and when i listen to the money story that's what i'm picturing like man this album is probably so much better live you know possibly. and it's probably a lot more of an experience but listening to it on spotify it doesn't capture it yeah. like 
like the one time I think I was kind of interested, it was like one or two tracks where they sort of play with the time signature. I thought that was kind of mm. cool. Uh, I think it was it was either track two or track three. Um, oh, let me see. Oh yeah, Lost Boys. Yeah, I kind of dug that one. Mm. You know, uh, and like yeah, you know, it's supposed to be loud and unfocused and busy all the time. Like I get it, but you know, like most of it just doesn't strike me in a way. Like you know what it is? My mind doesn't want to focus on it. Like, I don't want to listen to it. Like, I actively don't want to listen to it. And the thing is, I could see someone going like, yo, man, like, you know, me listening to this really experimental cat in like five or ten years, you know, and then be like, what was your inspiration? Like, oh, man, I grew up listening to the Money Store. That shit was crazy. And you listen, you know, you know how it is, you know, where you're like, man, this person's really, you know, uh, an inspired artist. I want to hear what inspired them. And you're like, holy mm. shit, how the fuck did this inspire them? I can see this being that, you know? Yeah, I can see that, yeah. But by itself... Oh my god, Blackjack, where he's like, How I ride, why I ride, never really had to try. I, uh, 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 never mind that. What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's literally the lyric. I didn't stutter. That's how it goes. He goes, I, I, uh, never mind that. <laughs> so what the fuck? I was like, is, is he freestyling this? Is he, because how do you practice this? How do you practice this type of like, scattershot, just random shit, <laughs> you know? It's it's funny that you say that exactly because when I was looking at Lost Boys on the Genius page, there is video of them practicing that song. <laughs> How? <laughs> the the songs I like the most on the EP are the ones that are uh, a bit more coherent, uh, the ones I could actually kind of understand what's going on. Uh, I've seen footage. Um, probably yeah. one of the catchier too because it has like a pretty cool. Uh, beat going on there um it only happens a couple times though on the yeah i'm looking at the i'm looking at the genius thing uh probably the most accessible song on the album uh talking about um i've seen footage yeah yeah yeah, i could see that uh system blower if it actually did go harder i could see it but it's talking about like we're gonna blow your system and it's like eh. It, it didn't really though like, yeah. it, it, it could have went it's kind of harder, low. but it didn't. Yeah, man. Look, I, when I started off, actually, with I've Seen Footage, I actually did not like it at first. It's just like, because, like, this is track six by this point, so the guitar yeah. that s- intentionally sounds bad and, like, all, <laughs> out of key, I was just like, I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. Of <laughs> inten- like, I know you're doing bad music on purpose, but I'm just fucking tired. Like, you know? Like, I know. It's supposed to sound horrible. Mission accomplished. I don't want to listen to this ever again. Fantastic. Like, you know? I know 100% there are going to be people in the comment section saying that it's not supposed to sound bad. Yeah, I know. And there's lots of music that's not supposed to sound great. But, like, there's usually fucking something to grab onto for your brain. But this actively sounds like it does not want you to listen to it. Hmm. That, uh, like, uh, Punk Weight? Let me see. I think that was when I just fucking gave up yeah that, I gave that, up. that is track 10 I, I couldn't fucking do it i was just like both times i listened to this album i was like i gotta tap out because I'm, I'm i'm done i don't want to listen to this like i don't want to fucking listen to this shit you know it's too much <laughs> yeah i'm just it's... like the really fast like like i'm just like <laughs> by that point the way it just hit me it was just like a fucking you know I, i'm trying to find a way to describe this shit where you're just like like, you know what it is? It's like a whole bunch of dudes just beat the shit out of you for like 40 minutes. 
And then, like, this one scrawny dude just comes up and starts kicking your leg. And you're just like, I, I, I'm fucking done! Alright, just kill me! Right, <laughs> just fucking kill me! <laughs> See, I'm looking at this thing right here. It says, um, Punk Weight is a song on the money store. The song's central focus is violence, and particularly being beaten. Yeah. Every song is about fucking I get violence it. and beating this shit out of... They, there is no song that's different. Name one song in here that doesn't bring up violence in some way. They're yeah, all the fucking same! There's maybe, like, one or two songs where, uh, I think the first song where he talks about, like, trying to outrun the cops or something like that. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I, and, you know, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing there, you know. But it's like, the sort of, when people try, I feel like people are thinking too hard and giving too much credit. Like, oh, it's dissociative disorder that he's trying to, like, really? Really? Is that what he's going for? Is he that smart? Does this music sound that smart to you? Is this three five? Is this three deep five me? Is that what this is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, I look. I, I think the cage. I like heard a melody. I think I. Oh. <laughs> I heard like, but then like it sounded like someone started farting over it. So I'm like, all right, never fucking mind. And then oh, the call and response was hilarious. It's like it's way too fast. <laughs> Wait, where? I look for the chorus. He's like, I say kill it like you. You say hate it. Kill it like you hate it. Kill it like you hate it. And I was like, <laughs> when I say, ah, oh, you can't take it. I, oh, I can take it. I can take it. <laughs> I was like, is this a joke? Is this a joke? I was like, how is anyone supposed to call in response to this? It's like, because if you listen to the recording, it sounds like the vocals, like he has to record over his vocals to say the line. And so it's just like, oh, if yeah. you can barely keep up with it, how the fuck is an audience supposed to? I, I can't take it. I, I can't take it. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, slow it down. Slow the fucking song down or use less words or some shit. <laughs> But that's that's an endemic of how this whole album. I mean, excuse me. That's like pretty much a microcosm of how this whole album feels. It's just like I know there's an idea there. I know what you're trying to do, but this is not executed right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I just I'm sorry. I'm not fucking with this. I this gets the fat goose egg, bro. See, here's the thing. I I ended up enjoying this more than the fucking push a T. Because at least the fucking production here was interesting. At least the album, while disjointed and hard to figure out and hard to follow, at least I was interested. I was so fucking bored on that Pusha T album. I mean, I still would probably only give this a two and a half. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't great. But it still was able to at least hold my attention. I was interested to see what the next one is going to be. No two tracks sound the same. You know, like, they fucking, you could tell there's, like, this was the polar opposite of yeah. oh, the no, fucking no. You know minimalism you're on right, Pusha you're right. T. I this was like, credit. this does sound like someone was working on it. <laughs> Pusha T wasn't nearly enough. This was too much. Yeah, you, you know? know I, yeah, I'll give you, I'll put it like that. Yeah, that's perfect. It's on the opposite side of the spectrum. Not necessarily better, but it held my interest and therefore wasn't as bad of an experience for me. With that said... I cannot see myself coming back to any of these tracks. And that's partially how I rate things, right? It's just like, would I listen to this again? And I'm just like, I don't want to listen to this and I don't need anyone else to listen to it. Like, you know? Yeah, I I, I know it definitely has an audience. I know people that like Death Grips. 
But yeah, it's, it's not for me. I wouldn't listen to... E even the songs I liked. Like, I think there was... God, I forget which one it was. Maybe Bitch Please? I don't remember which one it was. Either that one or Hacker. Or I've seen footage. Some of the ones that are, like, more like, all right, I get this. I can see what they're doing. Even those, like, the catchier tunes, um, I wouldn't go back to. I'm only listening to it because it's the review. You know? Like, yeah. Death Grips. I don't know... I know they have another album coming out soon. I don't know if it's going to be any different than this. But yeah. This is the only album of theirs I've listened to in full. So this Plus is the, only the guillotine, I really the, the have. guillotine song. You know, right, so, yeah. so it's not like, oh, this is a break from their style. No, no, this is what they do. Well, no, see, guillotine was just that one stupid noise and him shouting. This sounded better produced than that, at least. Good point. <laughs> so you can tell they were moving in somewhat of the right direction, or at least yeah. what I would consider to be the right direction. Yeah, at least it's not just... <laughs> like someone banging a fucking hammer on some random-ass desk and someone shouting over it. <laughs> Which, again... I'm sure that works for someone. Yeah, out it's there, but it, it, like you know, just what? not me. There is lots of um, what is it in the fifties? The the you know the rise of sort of minimalism. You know, forties and fifties. Mm. Hey, some of that stuff is very experimental and interesting. And for uh, historical purposes, you can go back and listen to it, and check it out. That's not shit people actually listen to. You know, no. <laughs> like it's the mm -hmm. stuff. It's it's the sort of like introductory stuff where it's like, oh, this is what we can do with music. This is what we can do with sampling. Isn't that cool? But no one wants to listen to, it's going rain, it's going rain, it's going rain. No one's listening to that in their free time, you know? <laughs> at yeah, at no. least for fucking me. I'm, I, and maybe there are people out there that want to listen to Stephen Reich all goddamn day. It's going rain, it's going rain, if that's you. <laughs> maybe that's you, but it's not me. I'm sorry. I don't dig it. Yeah. I, I, I can... I can appreciate it for what it's it's doing and how it's challenging what's going on. I get that. But I still don't want to listen to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? With that said, if there is an album that you would like to hear our opinions on, it is as uh, simple as a one-time pledge to either of our uh, Patreon pages. That is patreon.com slash rapcritic and patreon.com slash muse, respectively. Check out the pages for details. But that about wraps it up for this week's show. So thank you very much for checking us out. Thank you very much to Adrian for checking us out. Check him out on YouTube. Check him out on Twitter. Check him out everywhere. Check out his his, uh, his book. He's got it on his website. All that. I've got the links to his stuff um, on the screen here and all that. So you'll be able to follow him. See where you can find more of his stuff watch more of his stuff great content and um thank you very much for listening if this is your first time checking us out all of our old episodes are on soundcloud and itunes just search going off podcast for all of our old episodes you can finally you know <clears throat> you can play some catch up perhaps but if you've been sticking around and this isn't your first time obviously thank you very much for sticking around uh following us as we grow and <laughs> the show gets better and better by the week uh, follow us on Twitter so you can see what we're talking about throughout the week. And until next time, further going off podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And Ickles, 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 yeah, Double Day!